What is up, everybody? Another day, another podcast. Welcome to episode nine. Nine is the magic number of the League Community Podcast. My name is Andy Belford, a.k.a. Zwill. Um, I am part of the player relations team here at Riot Games. Joining me today is a new co-host uh, who we affectionately call Sven Beider, but his name is actually Ben Snyder. Hello, Ben. How are you? Uh, so far, so good. You know, uh, starting off with that that Earth triumphant music. Oh, so good. It is. It is. Uh, returning with us today is a familiar voice for those of you who listened to, I believe it was episode three, our recording uh, about Champ Select, the new Champ Select process. Uh, we have Eric Socrates Kenna joining us again today. Say hello, Eric. Hey, guys. What's up? And another new voice joining us today, the dulcet tones of Alan Moore, uh, a.k.a. Miros. How's it going? How are you doing today, Alan? Pretty good. So so just to refresh everybody's memory, Mr. Kenna, could you please uh, uh, remind folks at home what it is you do here at Riot? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a designer. I work on uh, competitive systems and uh, player behavior features. So stuff like League System, Champion Mastery, Loot System, uh, new champ select, all that good stuff. Cool, and including what we're going to be talking about today—the hex tech crafting system. I'm super excited. Are you? Are you guys excited? Pretty excited. You, yeah, you, we're you super may not, excited. You may not see this at home, but they—they they are literally on the edge of their chairs. No, no, they're not. They're not actually. You are—you are all like just like immensely calm right now. It's almost eerie. It's the yeah. It's the it's Alan's calming presence. It's the British voice. We're all just like. Oh. Seems like a pipe and some tea, and we're we're good to go. All right. Speaking of uh, of Alan, uh, Alan, what do you do here at Riot Games? So I'm a product manager, uh, and I work on all the same good stuff that Eric just mentioned. Okay. What does a product manager do? Um, so lots of game companies, it would be a producer. A product manager works with a team, and we help help the team to define what we're building and why we're building, uh, and then everything else through to supporting the team to get out the door. Okay, so you are you're responsible for making sure that that all these developers and artists and all those all those folks stay on track, right? Um, stay stay lined up to the vision. Exactly, it's yeah. a little bit more of hey, what are we building? We're building a crafting system so that we can. Hence the rest of this podcast. Okay, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Okay, um, we do uh, like to do a little bit of get to know you. So I would ask, uh, are are you a life lifelong gamer? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, do you want a little bit of background? Um, oh, for sure, please. So my gaming started uh, mid-80s, which dates me, obviously. Uh, BBC Microcomputer, uh, which was pretty big in England back in those days. Uh, <laughs> after that, Amiga was... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, Amiga was huge for me. A uh, bit of a lull through the late 90s when I was at college. And then all the... I love the consoles, Um uh, PS1, Xbox, Xbox 360, and now pretty much just just PC right now. What would you? So it's funny you talk about the Micros. Actually, a, a former coworker of mine, uh, Eugene Evans, actually like programmed some of the most popular games for that system way back in the day. So yeah, so back in the day, games like Elite and Exile, uh-huh. they're like classics. They're they're like one two person games that just stand the test of time. They're amazing. And if you're listening at home and you understand what we talking we're talking about, <laughs> congratulations. It's like one old guy. Hey, remember that game? <laughs> if not, you should probably go hit the Wikipedia page for the for the Micros. Um, so what what kind of games would you say were like were seminal to you? That were like just the the kind of ones that really cemented your love of game of video games. 
Um, I think really early on, games like Elite, where you have a really open-ended experience that you can call your own, through to, um, I think, online gaming would be Quake, where when I was in college, we had a LAN set up in, in the house we had, and we'd play play the Quake into the night. And then really seminal experience would be through the OOs of um everquest and world of warcraft mm -hmm. got my mmo legs under me which are uh, behind me now and um dota into league of legends that's awesome that's great so we are here today to talk about hextech crafting um but before we get into that uh, i, I kind of want to i want to dive into actually the background of why we decided that this was this was something we wanted to make right um uh, can I, like talk to us a little bit about the 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 league experience as it uh, well as it is currently because I think when this releases a, a hextech will be on PBE still right um, and why we feel like this is something that we need to add to it. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, like uh, when we sat down to build Champion Mastery, the the thing we identified at that point was we had. Uh, really great gameplay but we didn't have great like metagame systems so think about like uh world of warcraft right there's like the moment to moment you know i'm hitting stuff with my sword that feels really satisfying i'm like dodging and doing whatever and then the, they have this awesome layer of like i'm leveling up i'm getting more strong i'm like i have this achievement system all this other stuff right so the thing the piece we identified was um you know great in-game stuff out of game, there's a league system, and that's about it. And we have like the progression system, but it's not super great. Uh, so Champion Mastery was the first step towards that, but it was pretty um, small, and we 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 knew we wanted to build on top of it. And loot is a it's kind of so for one thing, it's a reward system, but it's also an infrastructure on which we can build future uh, sort of progression systems as well. Okay, so. League has a really good kind of kind of game by game experience, right? People get really attached to it. They get really engaged and involved in it. Why is it so important to have an out of game experience with that? Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, you think about your your first game on like a champion, and this is just kind of the basis for Champion Master, right? And you're like, ah, oh, hey, like I made a lot of mistakes. So I wasn't that good, right? And in game two, you're like, oh, I was better that time. And game one hundred, you're like, I am amazing at Vi. Like all I play is Vi. Um, so uh, capturing that beyond just the sort of intrinsic feeling you get and like quantifying it and allowing you to represent it is, is super important, right? It's, it makes for a really satisfying experience. And so that's what we were trying to tap into um, and, and loot integrates with that. Oh, I, I, I do want to ask, though, you, you've mentioned loot and we've talked about Hextech crafting. Are these distinct ah. systems <laughs> yeah so i mean i don't know i think this is this is one of those things that like the community is probably just always going to call it loot so so the, the crafting system um it uh is is it goes beyond just the like rewards that you get so the rewards that you get with the champion master integration we're calling loot the hextech crafting system is actually like you know it's your inventory and it's the ability to like take stuff in your inventory and mutate it and all those things um, so from a player point of view, you could probably just call the whole thing loot and, and be clearly and like, you know, like people know what you're talking about, but like internally we have a distinction between the two because we're, we want to use Hextech crafting for all sorts of future features as well. And that's the scalable other products that you referenced. Yeah, exactly. Which okay. we can't talk about yet. <laughs> not, not quite yet. That's okay. 
teaser. Terrible. We're terrible about the teasers. That's horrible. Um, so let's go. Let's step back a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about our current progression systems we have in game. Right. We have Champ Mastery right now. Oh, I'm I'm getting pointed at Alan over here. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> so let's let's actually talk about uh, the progression system, and and I, and I want to ask a little bit about a little bit more about you mentioned the one to thirty experience previously. Mm-hmm. Um, are we actually are we happy with the way that Champ Mastery currently works in the one to thirty uh, in game experiences currently? I think we're we're pretty happy with Champion Mastery. It does. It does something really different to, say, ranked. So ranked, say, pretty hardcore evaluation of how good you are. And, like, Champion Mastery is... It's a layer that sits above each game in terms of, hey, I really enjoy playing via... Well, especially if you're Eric. Um, and <laughs> it really lets me show my affinity. And I'm better, so I progress faster through that. And <clears throat> when we were working on Champion Mastery, we really wanted to avoid something that is just for a small set of players or... Uh, is just really hardcore on skill because ranked ranked hits a lot of that, um, and this lets all of our players really show their affinity for, their, for the champions that they like playing. Okay. I can see the Reddit post now though. It's like, oh, I'm not happy with Champion Mastery. So I think we acknowledge that like Champion Mastery is not a zero sum system, and it, it it's not as meaningful as say like being. Uh, diamond or something in rank to get to level five on uh, a champion and that's like it's a trade we made for accessibility Mm -hmm. and uh, the grade system was supposed to carry the weight of the like i'm a badass therefore i can get s grades which is actually like pretty difficult like s plus grades are like two percent of of players and we see that like bjergsen consistently or like high level players consistently get s's and much lower skill players like almost never get s's um i think to your question about like how happy are we with it i think we could have done a better job of like leveraging some of the stuff like grades to really make the system feel like it had you know meat and meaning and that's one of the things we want to try to accomplish with with loot actually yeah we feel like it's a pretty solid foundation and i think the grades are one of the really interesting pieces because they do give that feedback without being um, sort of overshadowing of the system as a whole. And one of the things we really avoid doing when we're making a system was to be like, hey, uh, uh, do better by doing these specific objectives, kill dragon within eight minutes, or things that would just make the experience really bad for everybody because you do dumb things in-game. Yeah. Okay. That's what makes building progression systems really challenging in League is you can't just, like, stick uh, an achievement system like Xbox. like, oh, collect 500 yeah. coins in the game because it's like... What? Yeah. Like suddenly people do all this unintuitive, crazy shit, right? So you have to be really careful how you craft them. You don't want to add in, like you said, something that is just like actually would possibly introduce additional toxicity. Like if yep. people are trying to achievement hunt, quote, quote. Yeah, yeah, or it just feel really arbitrary, right? Like each game of League, it's it's like an intense experience. You're in there for 40 minutes or so. Uh, well, short of this season. Um, and <laughs> you're working really hard. And if you realize halfway through that someone's off trying to do something dumb to get an achievement, you'd be, you'd be super mad. I, I think that if like, uh, you know, my, my Tom Kench was was like out in the in the river just constantly ward hunting because he had to get the kill 10 wards achievement that would probably be pretty frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Although one could argue that bards are just constantly achievement hunting because I've never seen one stay in lane. Yeah, they kind of play a different game. Actually, I think that's the place where it works, though, to have, like, a different minigame because, like, mm-hmm. the win conditions still tie back to I ran around and did crazy shit and you didn't understand what I was doing. Yeah. kind of fits the fantasy, too, of, like, I'm from a different universe. You don't understand me. Yeah. But within the rules of each game. Right, right. Plus ominous trumpet noises. Yeah, what are <laughs> I love that champion. He's so mysterious. He is He is definitely something different, that's for sure. Um, 
Going back uh, a little bit to the the previous question, um, we talked a little bit about chant mastery. One, the one through thirty experience. That's something that I think has been with League for pretty much the entirety of the game, the life lifespan of the game. Do we think that that's still does it still work? Oh man, where's Ghost Crawler? Where's, <laughs> uh, I think we nailed it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's best triple uh, uh, A experience. I, I mean, I think it's it's kind of there. Is just sort of like a vestigial organ. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, so it's, it's like, like the appendix of League of Legends. <laughs> well, <laughs> like the thing that it does really well is it gets everybody ready to play ranked and play seriously. I mean, it's got a pretty long curve because it's uh like League's a game where there's so much to learn and it has really deep mastery curves. And so the way it does right now is it it rolls out concepts slowly and it does a reasonable job of that. It also separates the the so you know like Counter Strike they say um, like as soon as they they do a sale on the game they see cheating just spikes because it's like right. well the cost of losing an account is really low right? right so having some barriers to getting to ranked and that kind of stuff does shield us from some of the like sort of crappy implications of that so yeah. it does a few things it just doesn't do them that well or as well as we think we could do them yeah there's definitely room for improvement in the future we think that integrating loot should bring us bring it to being uh you know the more interesting experience where you're getting getting loot on a on a more frequent cadence. I did want to talk about something you mentioned, Alan, which is the integration of loot into that progression from one to thirty. Yeah. Um, how exactly do you see loot fitting in with that? Well, so loot's pretty tightly coupled to champion mastery, so uh, players can earn up to well a one chest per week, effectively, uh, by hitting an S grade by them or somebody else and they're pre-made. Um, so as players level and they'll start getting grades when they hit level five, which is where Champ Mastery turned on. And so then they start having this goal that within each week they need to try and get an S grade for them or someone they're pre-made. They're also playing different queues to get keys. Uh, and when both those that, they'll be able to open open the chest that they get. So uh, I think the obvious question that comes from that is, can I get an S grade if I'm, if I'm still climbing up? And the answer is actually yes, it's more difficult. Um, but it, the grades are interesting. They scale fairly well. It's definitely easier to get one if you're pro level or diamond plus, uh, but you can get them across all different levels of the game. You, you mentioned, uh, uh, Kenna mentioned earlier, actually, that uh, S grades are actually very, very rare. They're like 2% of the people who play the game. That it's sounds S+. actually... Yeah, S, that's S+. S+. Oh, it's an S plus. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have to get like an S plus. It can be an S minus through S plus, and that will actually get you the chest. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's... Whew. I was like, <laughs> you don't have to get that 4.0. You can get the like 3.6 and still. I mean, I'm still at the point where I'm stoked if I get an A minus. I don't know about you guys, but that's actually that's really cool to hear because like you know every every time I'm looking at game ends when I'm walking through the office, I'm always like, oh, what they get? Oh yeah, they got the B minus. <laughs> you know, it's like you and you you see the the good grades come from. We got some like master tier dudes and stuff. Yeah. So I think that that feedback loop feeling meaningful is is super important. Yeah, and just to call out the other pieces of the system that are important there for players as they level up is so you can get uh you get your S grade on a champion and then you've unlocked a chest for that champion and then you can unlock one chest per champion per season. So um you're going to want to rotate through different through different champions uh, and we think that's a really good thing to do as you level up uh a lot of players really focus on one one champion and that's really healthy to get to understand the game but like so much depth in the game of playing through different champions but alan all i play is vi <laughs> why are you making me play other champions bro 
That that's actually a good question because I'd say that there are a lot of players. Uh, I mean, including some high-profile players who have kind of made a, I don't know, like a a, a career quote quote in league, um, out of playing one champ uh, almost to exclusivity. Like, do we are we by by doing by making this change are we saying that we value that that type of gameplay differently like i mean let's be honest like you know you got guys like trick 2g out there and he just spams the hell out of udir right but he's really good to watch and he's very good and he obviously has fun at that champ and that's that's fine we're not going to penalize those players <laughs> i mean look at the rank system the rank system really heavily incentivized that kind of play right hey mm -hmm. getting really good at one champion in one or two positions means that you climb really high and players are sort of reaping the rewards from being able to do that like uh, so i think this really is about incentivizing something else right which is playing through a diverse set of champions and and league is about about testing yourself and trying different things and and getting mastering lots of different things and one of those is champions and we think that's a super satisfying experience and and worth rewarding okay all right so let's let's step back real quick let's go to what actually is hex tech crafting you mentioned a scalable reward system earlier what what the hell is a scalable? What does that mean in in like non dev speak? Uh, the the Essex article said article said it was <laughs> incomprehensible, so we're still in that. Uh, no, it's um. So it's basically uh, an inventory and crafting system where you collect uh, pieces of content and then you build them. So pieces of skins, pieces of champions. Um, pieces of ward skins, basically every piece of content that exists in the game. Uh, and then you, with those, you can like work towards the permanent version or you can just cash them in immediately for the, uh, the rental version. So I Is can that actually... a broad enough? I don't know how... That's, know. No, that's pretty broad. Yeah. So basically you, let's, what's the player experience like? You get a chest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you log in, um, we're going to have, you just get some chests to start with and you'll have some keys. You're going to open those chests and you're going to get some goodies. Uh, and so it's basically you get like, um, let's just say you got a skin, right? We'll give you the skin. We'll give you some of the stuff called like, uh, essence and you can, you can build that skin, uh, with the essence, right? So like the shard is like, uh, you know, let's say it's Annie, uh, what's an Annie skin? Franken Tibbers. Reverse Annie. Okay. Tim, uh, Frank, Frank and Annie. There we go. Frank and Annie. <laughs> Frank reverse, and Tibbers. Reverse, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say I have a Frank and Tibbers and it's like, I don't know, a thousand essence to craft. And then we give you, you know, a thousand essence or whatever. Um, so you, you know, you click on it, you click upgrade, psh, got the skin, you're good. Uh, and then from there, we'll give you kind of pieces of each of them and you'll be working towards you know, sort of your set of objectives. So if, let's say I have like 10 skins, right? Um, I can disenchant some of those skins to get other skins based on what my choices are. So for me, I love virus. So I'll just like, disenchant all the other skins and just make all the vice skins, right? And champions and all that stuff. And to clarify, what's in the chests are normally going to be skin shards, correct? What's in the box? What's in I, had, I had to do what's it. What's in the it. box? Yeah. yeah, so we have the concepts of shards and permanents for each content type. So for skins, champions, ward skins, uh, summoner icons, which which don't have shards, just the permanents. Um, and as Eric was talking to, when you have a shard, you can choose to upgrade it with essence and you get essence and disenchanting other shards. Or you can choose to take three things of the same type and re-roll them for uh, something completely different, but uh, a permanent version. So take three skin, any three skins or three skin shards, re-roll them and get a different skin permanent. 
also that you don't already own. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Okay, so, so let's just check say, to make sure that you don't own it already. Yeah, like okay. let's just say you got like total <clears throat> like really bad luck. There's like a floor basically for how much yeah that you can sort of like not have bad luck, right? So. Okay, interesting. I want to go back to something you said. You said you log in and everybody will get. A, a, a chest yeah. is that is that something we're doing for the launch of the system yeah just the promote just the promotion so like the first the month okay. when you log in i think we're giving the plan right now is like two chests might change right. I, I think know. it's all in one chest so it's oh, all in oh, one sorry. chest okay one chest so, but two chests worth of content yeah so it's a special chest. first hit is free basically i'm yes. smacking my arm right now exactly okay. yeah. sure. you'll get something that that is going to be pretty meaningful and on, awesome for you on the okay. first day so yeah. Uh, can we dive into the notion of like limited time use content? You said the word rental. That's yeah. not something League has done before. Yeah, that is new. Yeah, it, ha- it has been done in other regions before. Yeah, Ooh. but not in NA. Um, yeah. So uh, basically, you get uh, a skin or a champion for seven days, uh, and then that's a rental. What, so <laughs> really, any piece of content that you get out of a chest you can use and has value for you. So mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, the reason why. If it's a skin shard, then you you can either, if you have three of them, you could re-roll them. If there's one you really want, you can start saving the essence to turn it into a permanent. Or if you're just super curious immediately, you could use that as a, a seven-day trial period on that skin or champion. Okay, so the way that I'm interpreting this, and tell me if I'm wrong, is that the skin shards or the shards, basically, are kind of like the building blocks, right? And the essence is the glue that holds them all together. Yep. It's yep. like a recipe, okay. basically. And you can, yeah, and you take three similar types and re-roll them. I think the what, the way we've built the system is it's actually really flexible. So we've implemented a bunch of use cases right now, and we've got lots of ideas of how we can extend it down the road. What do you think is going to be the most popular? Like, do you think people are going to just, like, go gaga over the rental idea, or do you think people are going to really really kind of in, go go deep and, and want to get the permanence. People are totally going to go for the permanence. Yeah, I mean, yeah. people are smart about, like, value, and mm-hmm. so they're like, oh, well, this one's yeah. valuable. I think the interesting different personality types will be around, hey, do I want to min-max the amount of content I can get, mm-hmm. or do I, do I want to really uh, focus on things for champions that I really care about? That's really cool. And the fact that you said that you can actually get either a champ or a skin or a ward skin or pretty much i'm guessing it's like anything that's either that's purchasable with ip with the exception of runes it's anything purchasable with ip or ip or RP. oh actually no there are exceptions you can't buy rune pages for example but oh, so, okay. so the content types at launch skins champions ward skins uh and summoner icons i mean if you guys really want uh rune pages just let us know we're, we're all over <laughs> it you heard it first. Tweet at at Riot Socrates. Is that right? Or sure. Yeah. I mean, okay. to your to your point. <laughs> to your point. This is the first time you'd be able to get skins without spending RP. So it's a pretty yeah, pretty big is, change. This is a really interesting set of conversations internally <laughs> around like you know uh, how we like structure the value of those things. Yeah. And I think we ended up in a really good place where we're you know to launch we're giving out a lot of stuff and we'll evaluate how it how it kind of plays out. But let's be clear, from your guys' perspective as designers and the product manager, this is not a system through which I can get everything in League for free. No. Uh, no. Well, I, I mean, mean, so we just walked through the the numbers you can get. You effectively get four slots for your chest. You get a chest on a champion. It, it locks. It takes a week to unlock. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can do the math on the amount of content you're going to get from that. You're not going to get everything there is to get in the game, but you're going to get 
uh, a, a lot more skins and champions you do right now. Yeah, it's significantly more. Yeah. I think right now we give out like two a season or something. Yeah. Yeah, and you'll also get interesting choices to make about exactly what content you get. Because the system actually solves one of the problems that we've had for a while, which is, hey, how do we give people like something smaller for an event, right? Because I think if you characterize... Uh, the, the cool stuff that you get for free in League of Legends, it's like, hey, w once or twice a, a year you get a skin which may or may not be for a champion you care about, right? Like we, like our team, the competitive team, we do ranked and there's a victorious skin and that's super meaningful, but there's a really good chance that it's for a champion you don't care about. Here we get uh, a way going forward that, hey, here's, uh, here's, here's effect, like fractions of skins, but you can get them way more frequently. And you yeah. can customize it for yeah, that what you piece. want. You, you, yeah, and that's, you know, I've worked on other games where the loot systems are, like, random, mm -hmm. but you don't get to actually, like, convert it into content you want, and that's really frustrating. Like, I, I understand that, you know, players want, you know, players get attached to characters. I think everybody understands that. I think it's awesome that we are, I mean, I'm sure there's going to be a conversion rate, right? Like, there usually is with this kind of a system. But the fact that you can take that time that you're investing in, in, into the system and, and put it towards things that you actually want yep. is pretty cool. Uh, another quick question. You did mention, uh, you know, yeah, this is not a way to get all the content in League of Legends mm -hmm. free. But actually, I want to ask about the quality, uh, the quality level of the content, meaning, i.e., can, is it possible for legendary skins to drop in the, in yeah. the Master Chest? Yeah, totally. we have... Everything except legacy, right? Oh no, sorry, I misspoke. We have everything except limited skin, so like yeah. packs, TF, etc. Okay, is, so like so no, no black Alistair then. No black Alistair. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's, There's that small set of champions that were tied to specific events. Right. Okay. Yeah, there's some great posts on Reddit where like people went through and like, oh, it opened a thousand chests, yeah. and the, like the drop rates were actually pretty accurate. So yeah. you can see like they got like an arcade zona and some other stuff. So it's totally possible to, yeah. to get really valuable stuff. Yeah. Wow, that was one of our goals with the system, right? We're like, ah, if we give out a bunch of like the cheapest stuff, it's not it's not exciting. Like I don't when I open a chest, I'm not like, oh, what's what am I gonna get? Yeah. <clears throat> And I think one of the things that we were talking about before with that 1 to 30 experience that's really exciting here is now I can save my IP for rune pages and runes and the things that I, I really, really want. And that get does my... sound exciting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you can get your champions through, uh, through, through crafting now. Yeah, yeah I, think, I, think, I think it'll be a mix for most players. I think you'll, you'll go up against Poppy one time and Poppy will destroy you and you'll be like, I'm going to get Poppy and get so good at Poppy. Yeah, we talked about the champion mastery unlock stuff on the forums and stuff too. And like, I think that's going to be an exciting component of it. Like how how we use this to like integrate into other systems to you know unlock other pieces of content that people. Tell care me about. more, Eric. Oh, oh, <laughs> I will. Uh, I don't. I don't, don't want to dig into that design too much right now because it's okay. still. I mean, we're like 80%, 90% locked in. Yeah, the problem we're trying to solve is what happens when I own all the champions and, I, and I'm getting champion shards. And we're like, yeah, that would suck. We don't want to do that. So we're kicking around a bunch of designs. Uh, Eric Eric put one of the ideas we're thinking about out in the PvE forums, got some really good feedback from people, um, and we're kind of iterating on that design right now. Well, that's good that we're thinking in, in those terms because there are, I would say there's a significant portion of players who've been playing this game for a very long time, sure. like two, three plus years, right? And they're playing you know, many games a night, and, and they have literally earned enough IP to unlock all, probably not all, but like a lot, most of the content that is available to them, right? Yep. So, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, those players, 
they they play the town of League of Legends they deserve. Right. Like, let's think about their problems, and that's one of the things we're trying to solve. Okay, yep. so we mentioned earlier uh, that the shards um, and essence both are going to be coming from mastery chests, right? That's yes. correct. Yeah, yes. and that's not to say in the future we won't give them for other stuff, like yeah. ranked okay. accomplishments and stuff like that. So we're going to be players are going to be earning mastery chests based on skill. Uh, based on like their rating or their teammates' rating yeah. in, in mm -hmm. a match, so an yep. S uh, S minus and above, yep. right? Yep. If you're in a pre-made group, and it has to be a pre-made group, not a random person. If you yeah. like a solo queue into dynamic, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so where do we draw the line between being rewarded based on skill? Uh, versus just being rewarded based on participation, because it sounds like this system is supposed to appeal to to both like the hardcore, super highly competitive folks, and you know the people who maybe aren't like you know the ranked people, but like really really like playing like the normal dynamic queue uh, system. Yeah, I, I think the the thing the thing about League of Legends players is that they are all competitive players. Like it is a PvP game, and I think. Well, I disagree with that. I, do, I don't. I disagree with that because we do. We have players who play bots, right? Uh, all five of those players are still trying <laughs> to beat the bots, right? But, but so, I mean, still, so like, I, I wouldn't say that that's necessarily the most pri high priority thing uh, to them. I don't think that like compet 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 competition is the most important thing to every player. I, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to like spill data on this podcast. <laughs> but like, yeah, like I, I think, uh, I don't know. It's. Even even in the bot experience, those players are still they're still trying. They're still competitive, right? Like no one goes into a game and like it, okay. So think about World of Warcraft. Like you log in, like I'm gonna go like farm some herbs. You right. know, like I'm gonna crush this lane. And even in the <laughs> bot game, you're like uh, this bot is mine, right? So so yeah, I do. There are there's a competitive of like competitive intent, and we want to okay. make sure that like the you know the the guy who's playing. Um, in a lesser sort of competitive category is still satisfied um, uh, and it still has goals that are achievable. And I think this, by, by, by attaching this to the grading system rather than the rank system, we kind of, we open this up to be more uh, accessible, but we still make it meaningful because everyone will have those games where they just like crush it and they, you know, we want those games to feel fucking amazing. And then I think that's a really nice thing that we get from tying it to the grade system, right? You have you get a good grade in a game, and that's a meaningful game for you. Or or you you helped your friend to like to carry on whoever Corky right now probably carry on Corky and get that S grade. Then that that's meaningful, uh, and that scales across the whole game. Does that answer your question? It does. Okay, yes, cool. thank you. you can't earn Sorry if I got a little uh, I no, got no, a little dude. passionate <laughs> there. Please yeah. do, please do. <laughs> um, so it's a reward system. We have established in the past that we're not, uh, we don't shy away from, from uh, tying reward system into our player behavior systems. Mm -hmm. um, if let's say I've been, I've had my account actioned on in the past season, um, am I going to get a, a mastery crit chest? Do, can I participate in this system? Yeah. Uh, so the way it's structured right now is if you have. Uh, player behavior like penalty levied against you so like your rank restricted your chat restricted i think those are the restrictions the only restrictions um you can't earn uh loot through the champion mastery reward system and probably not through any other means either um but you can still like <laughs> let's say you bought a bunch of chests and then you get chat restricted or whatever you can still interact with the um, loot inventory you can still make your stuff right you just can't earn more for free uh so that's that, that's how the player behavior system integration is going to work. Okay. 
So wait, you just said bought chess. You're going to be able to buy chess? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be able to buy chess. <laughs> okay, uh, that's interesting. We hadn't brought that up before, so let's let's dig into that a little bit. Um, you can buy chess, I'm guessing, in the store then, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And can you buy them for both IP and RP? No, just, just RP to start. Okay, just RP to start. Are we sharing yet how much those are going to go for? Um, we it's haven't the, finalized sorry. it, but it's on PBE at, I think, 190 on PBE. Yeah. Oh. That's the current target. 192 for a chest and key. It's, it's a great deal, man. That's actually, <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, like, 190? 190, 190? Seriously? Yeah. 190 RP is a chest and a key. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that seems really, that actually does seem very reasonable. And I'm not, I'm not like, this isn't me going, well, wow, what a great bargain. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> do this you is, work for Ryan? Do you, do you, that seems like a wonderful bargain. This is honestly, like, me as a player, like, thinking back to... Before I started at Riot and the hundreds of dollars that I spent on this game, one yeah. of the one of the reasons to have the Chesnicky's purchasable is that you're going to be on a sort of weakish cadence for getting chests, and and the keys are a little more random. But this is also, hey, I got some stuff. I nearly got what I want. Then you'll be able to go and sort of satisfy that itch to complete the the champion or the skin that you're working to. Is there any difference in what you can unlock in a chest versus uh, that you earn versus what you purchase in the store? They're the no, same. They're the same. Yeah, the same chest. So we exactly might do like a promotional chest that's like yeah. you know discount or like you know has a different drop rate or something. Um, but the the like default chest that's just going to be there for normal purchase is the same you earn through for free. Okay. And you can actually buy chests and keys individually yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So if you're missing one or the other, yeah. I, I'm really glad that you were so excited about this because internally, like this was one of the things that I got really, really hyped up about. It's it's such a low like price point. Like my goodness. Oh man, you guys are just like we're gonna hear this podcast. <laughs> I, I know gonna people like, are gonna be like freaking riot, man. <laughs> well, no, but like, so but really, like when we think about the free to play games that we play and like the. You know, there's always that 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 moment where you're like, well, do I want to spend like eight dollars or ten dollars? But when when you when you think about it, when you're looking at aggressively low price points like this one, like that's accessible for for anyone who who chooses to participate in it. I don't know. I think it's it's crazy. I've been playing League of Legends for over five years, and um, you know, I've been here for a long while as well. And and this is just like, it's a really neat value to to be able to bring like. And yeah, it's, it's really great we, value. We started on the system. I remember, I think it was Mark or someone was like, "Hey, like we we have like a similar system. There's one at China or something." He's like, "Take this and like riotize it." And so we had to like really think about what that meant, right? And like mm. part of that was like, well, like give people a ton of value. And so I, you know, I don't know if we achieve that or not. We we pushed really hard to try to achieve that. But you guys are ultimately going to be the judge of that. As Absolutely, players. yeah. Players yeah, will and let we're, us know. We're on PBE now, and as we roll out and we get towards live, we'll, we'll be changing things because we're going to see how things, you know, shake out. Okay. So, by the way, you know, your your uh, your uh, experience in opening chess was my experience in opening magic packs this weekend. <laughs> oh, I nice. was just like, I gotta get that expedition land. I gotta get. No, I am like over like I don't know how many boxes at this point. <laughs> yeah, opening that's, stuff yeah. is fun. It is. Yeah. I and that's the thing is like, I still had fun opening those packs and that's that's i think what it gets down to is like yeah you know we we all like a, a little bit of like chance in our life right um and i i still had fun no matter what opening those packs uh, especially considering like i got to draft and play sealed and stuff like that so i got yeah. my values worth yeah it's interesting because you you're really like hey i'm gonna get what 
might not be exactly what I want, but it might might be awesome. And you know, you're you're spinning the wheel. Yeah, absolutely. So this new system, Hextech Crafting Mastery Chess, is this actually a, re- a replacement for mystery gifting, or is that still that's still staying? Uh, we're going to keep mystery gifting. They do slightly different things. Mystery gifting is at a higher price point, and it really focuses on skins for you uh, as opposed to the deeper loot tables that we have in uh, Hextech Crafting. Okay. I actually I, I like that because personally I like mystery gifting my friends with skins. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the, the, I, probably the sole reason that I riotized my account was so that I could uh, mystery gift my friends. Maybe so. someday there'll be mystery loot, though. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, I think it's really cool. Are we getting spoilers here? Is no. that is I'm that calling happening? Calling e-commerce right now. Come on, write it down. <laughs> um, all right. So the uh, the system is is on PBE right now. Um, when do we like? When are we like anticipating rolling this out to live servers? And how are we planning on doing that? Yeah. So we are we're working hard right now to to get it ready for live servers. Uh, the main thing to do right now is. Uh, the day one experience that we talked about, so sort of special chest and explaining to players how that works. That's the big thing we're doing. Um, we are we're planning to roll out to one region first in a in a beta format. Uh, it's probably going to be Turkey. You uh, know, okay. all the players were just like gripping their seats. So I, it's pretty likely we'll we'll be going to Turkey in the. Do I give a timeline hostage to fortune? Uh, in the near future, we want to get the, to Turkey. Soon it. TM is okay. Soon <laughs> and TM then is okay. I think to set expectations, we'd definitely be sitting there for two patches uh, while we look and we get data. Um, something like this where we're we're giving skins away and, you know, that's that that raises eyebrows everywhere, right? Because right. skins are, you know, they're, they're really important to to us. So we're going to be there for two patches. We're going to look at a ton of data. We're going to be talking to players about what they think about the system. We reserve the right to make changes. And when, when we feel really good, we'll be rolling it out to all other regions. Okay. Well, I think that, you know, that makes sense, you know, kind of load testing it in a, I don't want to say smaller environment, but in, in I'd say, a, a more easily controllable situation yeah. makes sense. And you use the word load test there. So uh, we will be testing the system. I think We'll be doing lots of load tests before we get to Turkey. Yeah. One would say we might have learned a lesson recently no. about load testing things. It's, I mean, uh, we did, we, to give context, because I work on that feature too, like we did so much load testing, yes. but yeah. live is just a really different well, environment. Yeah. So actually, I want to dig into that a little bit, right? I think this is a good opportunity to do so. And sure. I, I know that, uh, Alan, I know you don't necessarily work on the... Um, he does. Oh, you did work he on Chips. Like, I mean, correct. he's the initiative owner, right? Yeah. So, um, I mean, we did do... A lot of load testing, to, to be very clear. Like, uh, and right now, folks, by the way, I'm I'm talking about the new Champ Selects uh, experience, which, um, ideally, by the time this podcast comes out, will have been up and running successfully, as it is in NA right now for yep. uh, for a couple of weeks. Right, we're all crossing our fingers at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, we do load test these new features. Like, we put them through fairly rigorous testing. What can we talk at all about? What that that testing process is like, kind of behind the scenes before it even hits like PBE. I mean. It's basically like simulating like 5x the expected traffic, but the yeah. problem is the traffic doesn't always manifest in exactly the same way. So it's like, um, I don't know, it's like you build a tunnel expecting like to be able to serve like five lanes of cars, um, but then like in you know it's it's like in your simulation the cars are running straight or something, and then in reality like all your all the drivers are actually crazy because and they're like crashing into each other and stuff like that. So it's like. It's not the greatest yeah. analogy, but I'm I'm trying to think of the best way to like present it to people that that rings true. And it's like, you can't um, 
you can't prepare for all those sort of like network traffic issues and like hardware failures and all that stuff. Um, in every case, you all you can do is like be as rigorous as you can around testing. And, um, you know, I think in that particular case, we were trying to do it all on the same day at the start of the season, and that introduced a lot of risk. Uh, and so, like, with this feature where we go to Turkey, we're going to be super confident that the, our live environments are going to re- be reflected um, when we go to other regions. So we're not we're confident we're not going to have the same kind of load issues. Um, but it's, you know, it's it's a unique set of challenges. And the the, the tech team, I, you know, and I know those guys get a lot of flack, but uh, at this point, Riot's tech team is, like, senior Amazon dudes, like, people from Google, people from, like, these massive, like, companies that built, like, brilliant, crazy stuff to scale. So it's not like it's some guy in his garage, like, <laughs> this, this, the, like they're, they're a highly specialized and competent set of dudes. Okay. Right on. All right. Well, we're getting close to wrapping up here. I think we've talked about uh, Hextech crafting exhaustively. Um, as uh, as one of the designers behind it, is there anything that, that you are particularly looking forward to when players get, get this in their hands, kind of like far and wide? Free stuff. I just want the free <laughs> stuff. I want the buy skins. Um, you know, I love, I love seeing the reactions, so let us know what you think. It's... Um, uh, it's trying to do rewards well has been uh, a challenge that we've been working on for like two two years, um, maybe even longer than that. Like I've I've been here for three, and so it's like, uh, you know, if if uh, if this looks good, we're gonna continue to build other stuff on top of it. So if you guys are excited about this and have a good experience, let us know. Okay, and and as the the uh, the producer of the project, Alan, anything. Anything you're looking forward to? I think just in terms of experiences I'm looking forward to will be around that end of game now because I think S's were super cool before and now they're even more meaningful and you're going to, you're going to, the converse, you're going to get some A pluses. You're like, <laughs> ah, I totally deserved an S there. And I think that that's the sort of short-term experiential thing. And then I think the longer term is, hey, this gives us so many options for us and for other teams across Riot to build on. Okay. Uh I actually just wanted to touch on what you just said. The transparency around champ mastery ratings. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I know we're wrapping this up, but I, I actually wanted to bring this up earlier uh, and miss my chance. Like, are, With this new system and, and the importance that it places on your grade, are we going to make it a little bit more obvious so, what you need to do? So it's a double-edged sword. So we don't want to be really specific about how you optimize that because we don't want people to try and optimize those behaviors and, and make other people's games miserable. Um, that said, like, we feel really good that if everybody saw the metrics, they'd be like, well, yeah, of course, that's important. That's what you need to do in, in a game of League of Legends. And just to maybe just recap on how the grades work, right, for people. So uh, first of all, we're looking at the champion that you play, uh, and then we're looking at the position that you play in that game, uh, top, mid, uh, uh, jungle, bot um and then we are uh, uh and we actually have some cl- clever tech to to look at exactly wh- which position you're playing in we're not just pulling it from uh, the declare position um and then so we know your champion your position we're comparing you to everybody else on the server in that champion and position combo a, a, across these specific metrics. So it's 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 pretty meaningful. It, it varies from patch to patch. It automatically updates depending on which champions are doing well and when we update the jungle. So we feel pretty good about it as a, yeah. as a really robust measure and, of performance. And to be clear, like, uh, if you even if you lane swap, like if you go top 
We still got you covered. Yeah, exactly. We, we, it's, it works pretty well. Yeah. It's, it's a little uh, 1984-ish there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and for those of you who don't know, 1984 was a novel <laughs> written by George Orwell talking about a dystopian future in which uh, Big Brother, the government, knows all. So anyways, now that I have explained away what, what classic- You still read that, right, in school? Yeah. I hope so. To, I hope so. It's a great book, yeah. man. It is a great book. But it's 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 funny. Like, like you said, like we don't want people gaming the system, so we can't be too specific. Like I worked on Warhammer Online, and mm-hmm. like there was a a system called Renown in the game where you would get basically rewarded points, and there was also like a uh, kind of a loot system where like if you took a keep, you would it would roll, and you would like the top ten people would get like a chest in it, right? Um, and I remember like players spent so much of their time trying to figure out how exactly you earn it. And they're just like, you know, oh, is it done by damage? Is it done by kills? Is it done by, you know, damage done to siege things and stuff like that? It, it really it became less about playing the game mm-hmm. and more about gaming, gaming the game, sure. you know. Yeah, so. I've seen a few, few a few posts of people trying to pick apart the mm-hmm. algorithm. And like it's it's I don't think anyone's ever going to crack it. It's pretty. uh it would be pretty difficult to separate all the factors don't, accurately. D- and... Don't don't say things like that. <laughs> don't say because well, other... you know as soon as you say that they're gonna do I, it. <laughs> you know, I I totally I would love to see someone crack it. It would be very it changes impressive. it changes the next yeah. day, right? So yeah. there's there is somewhere out there some league player with a spreadsheet open in front of him going <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> I feel confident even if someone cracks it, people will be like, well, okay. I, I mean, <laughs> that, that's that's playing League of Legends well. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, fair it's enough. Like B. B. Bjergsen get chess. Yeah. B. Bjergsen get chess. I thought it was gonna Is make it all? easier. <laughs> well, thank you uh, to Alan and to Kenna and to Ben for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun. I'm uh, I'm even more excited now for Hextech Crafting. I hope everybody listening at home is as well. Um, if you are listening at uh, at home on iTunes, please be sure to, uh, to rate and review us. That helps us out. It definitely floats us to the top with those gaming podcasts out there. Uh, if you are on SoundCloud, leave your comments. We love to hear your feedback. And uh, also, don't forget, we're on Stitcher now as well. So all of you Android users, be sure to uh, listen and rate and review. I, I, I don't know what you do on Stitcher. Actually, okay, okay, okay. What, what is? I I felt so old just now. <laughs> Stitcher is like a very big Android uh, distribution. Oh, okay, for, cool. uh, for for podcasting. Oh, so, so, anyways, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the League Community Podcast. Bye bye. <laughs>